Blog Talk Radio.
God bless you. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. We just heard from Jeff Majors, Songs 23. God bless you again. If you would like to get in touch with us, our P.O. Box is 9786 Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. That's the Fivefold Ministries, P.O. Box 9786. Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. If you would like to call for prayer, our prayer number is 410-661-4103. Again, that's 410-661-4103. Also, I heard that some of you wanted to know our email address. Our email address is Frank. F like Frank, M like Ministries, W like Worldwide, dot Inc, I-N-C, at Verizon.net. That's F-F-M-W dot Inc at Verizon.net. We want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy our broadcast. You can hear us on this radio station Monday through Fridays as well as on Sundays. Again, that's Monday through Fridays, again on Sundays. We're on the radio station from 7 o'clock p.m. to 8 o'clock p.m., and on Sundays we're on from 8.30 a.m. to 10 o'clock. Please be mindful of your time. I have uh, people calling in, especially on Sunday mornings. They call in at 9 o'clock, but, again, we are on the radio from 8.30 a.m. to 10 o'clock, so I do have different ones call in uh, that want to fellowship with us. And when we're on the radio, uh, just be mindful that sometimes it cut into the broadcast or it just uh, messes up the electrical lines. And, again, on uh, Monday through Fridays from 7 to 8. Thank you for tuning in. We had our, um, our seven last word service on Friday, and it was awesome. We had some awesome speakers uh, we played it for you so that you could enjoy it. We played it on Monday as well as that we also, uh, our Sunday morning service, we played that so you can hear it. I just want to say this to you all. When you hear me expounding on the word that I'm getting it from God, that God drops it in my spirit, so if I step on your toes, say, ouch, it's nothing personal about you. Uh, that I know you personally, don't get offended or think I'm talking about you. I say what thus said the Lord of hosts. You can't be sensitive when God is preaching and teaching his word. It's like a two-edged sword. It will cut. So if you hear something that can relate to you or your situation or even something personal that I don't know about, that this is what's been revealed to me so that you all would know that it's coming straight from God. And like I said, doing those uh, seven last words as well as yesterday, God want me to tell you it's time for you to resurrect your mind. It is time for you to get your mind clear, to get things in focus, to put things in decency and order, because some of you are defeating yourself. You're in situations that you know that's not in your best interest, you're doing things that could be detrimental to your health as well as your focal point 
looking at things of idolatry or looking at things of man-made worship or being caught up uh, looking at those things because, you know, too, that can be a distraction. I'm a human being like you. I love blingy things. I love things with a pretty shine. I just love sparkly. I told you my ultimate goal is that I want to get myself a Rolls Royce. So all of us have a taste in things that we like, but when you get to the point that you think of this thing often or you're fascinated by it or you you forget that the worship belongs to God, that the praise belongs to God, it is nice to have uh, cattle on a thousand hills. It is nice to have home and property. It is nice to be rich and, and have all this stuff. It's nothing wrong with that. It's a blessing from God. But you cannot get sidetracked and forget to worship God if you're able financially to bless the, um, those various type of ministries that's expounding on the words or sending the words worldwide or, like I said, help the orphans, the children, the elderly, uh, those that need food or displaced uh, individual. Whatever you can do, be a servant and be of help. Never get to the point that it's me, myself, and I. Always treat your neighbor as yourself. You know, I'm only saying what God has given me, so there's no excuses, there's no punchline. If it sounds childish, if it sounds I'm already doing that, well, God wants you to hear it again because sometimes some of you may be coming short. So, again, we thank you for tuning in. This was our message on a Good Friday that don't let that resurrection, don't let Jesus dying on the cross for your sins and my sins to be in vain. And we're laying down palms and we're excited that he rose on the third day, but yet we're cussing out our neighbors. We're rolling our eyes. We have dislike. Uh, we're doing things that's against the grain of God. So let that resurrection stand for something because the Bible says that let this mind be in you. Let it be a new creature. I'm saying it my own way. So your mind needs to be renewed, and we need to keep our fellowship together in love to one another as well as with ourselves. you got to forgive yourself first. But I would encourage you, this is a new year. It's a year of expectancy. Remember I told you uh, New Year's Eve that God said expect your blessings, expect your rewards, and expect those promises. But you have to do it in such a way that not only are you grateful, you're humble, but you glorify God. Amen? Amen. So I have a special guest tonight, and I want you to uh, welcome our guest, and we will bring the person on in a little while, but... I want to play another one of my favorite tunes because, you know, I'm really a prophet. I move in a psalmist ministry, and I love to worship and praise God. I'm a person that will wave my flags. I'm a person that if I could, I'd be out there doing my praise dancing, kicking those feet up in the air. I stand on songs 150 because, you know, in 150 it says, Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. It says the tambourines, the cymbals the drums, even dancing. So I love walking in a prophetic. I love just being able to worship God. And I always said if I could be a doormat, 
uh, when people are going into Zion or going to the New Jerusalem, and if I could hear the praises and worship of God, I would be satisfied. So right now I'm going to uh, play another one of my special hymns by the Kaiser Singer, and it's called Traveling Shoes. I want to ask you something. Where are you traveling today? Where did you just travel from? Where are you traveling tomorrow? Whatever you do, let it be in decency and in order, and let us just take a little time to worship. Amen. Amen.
God bless you. I had to stop it for a while. I know that you are enjoying the song called The Traveling Shoes. Truly, it's nothing like praising God and worshiping God in spirit and in truth. You know, it makes you feel so much better. You can put a smile on your face. I just love to praise God. I remember when I was growing up, we used to go out and I would sing on different choirs. I would dance um, with the Morgan Ensemble, and I would just go around and do praise dance, tap dance, uh, all kinds of modern dance. I had a good time in the musical things of just worship and praising God. I love it. And that, um, as I said before, we just want to, we'll get ready to have our guests to come in. So we're going to finish up listening to the Traveling Shoes. This is our disclaimer. All music you hear belongs to the artist. We are here to reverence those sounds, to encourage you to get those CDs. And guess what? We want to just sit back and enjoy the worship and those traveling shoes. Amen. Nothing like worshiping 
and praising God. I love that song. You know, I told you before that I'm from the South and that we uh, are in the area where that red mud. Some people know our area by Rocky Mount, North Carolina. But once you get to the city of Emporial and then you go to that uh, little town like you're going to uh, Gaskin Lakes and then you look over, you see Valentine's. And right, all of that red mud, some people know it as connected to South Hill, some say Rocky Mount, but we buy that red clay mud. Yes, we are. And we always have a good time. It's nothing like, you know, I love the South because you can just be free, you can be relaxed, there's no form of fashion, it's not all stiff neck. You can have a good time eating that minced barbecue, drinking that lemonade, sitting on a porch with a straw one of those corn stores in your mouth, and just have a good time. I'm old country girl, and sometimes being in a city is not my cup of tea because every time you look, you know, you it's just so busy. People just don't know how to sit back and relax, and I'm enjoying it. Matter of fact, I just came from outside uh, with my daughter, and we was talking about putting out the patio and opening up the grill. And, of course, I don't have no shoes on, so the ants was just running all over the feet, and my feet is all in dirt. I love it. And I told her, I said, once I get off the broadcast, I'm going to Home Depot and buy some more plants so I can take these fingernails and just get all in that dirt and plant me some fresh spring flowers. I want to encourage everybody to enjoy life. Enjoy, you know, even when you cut the grass, sing songs, praise God. When you uh just planting flowers, just enjoy. Put a smile on your face. You can be happy in the land of the living, and you can just enjoy it. Matter of fact, as I talk about the country, I think about Elder Joseph uh, Randall, and that's someone else that I love listening to while I wait on my special guest. Uh, she's only going to be here a while because I think her nephew uh, is calling her for another appointment. So I think she better go. So would you like to come in now or you wanna wait a while? Or you just want you just wanna hear another little one of my songs? I'm telling you, I can't make up my mind, so I'm gonna play this one first and then I'm gonna give you an interview so that we can sit back. All of our listeners all over the world, shout out to China, Africa, Russia, England, United States, Pakistan, the Arab nation, all over, Brazil. Hello everyone. God bless you. You know what? I just love the song because that's what we should do. Say, Lord, I just want to praise you, right? Amen. Let's get into it. Amen. Lord has done for me. 
could sing. I said if I could sing. It'll sound something like this. Nothing like that old, good old country song. I'm telling you right now, I remember sitting on a porch. I just remember having that lemonade. I just remember going down to the lake and listening to the different bands, the male choir, the female choir. At that time, they used to call it groups, and we had a good time riding up and down that country road, and you didn't have to have no shoes on. God knows that you didn't even need a wig on because you can just let your hair be all over your head. I'm telling you, it's such a blessing, just a blessing to just enjoy and being in the land of the living. Well, our guest is here. Um, She's been such a little, little, bad little girl here, and I love her dearly. Oh, that's it? All right, she got a special song that she wants to hear. You want to play it now? Okay, let let me get it ready for here, put it in my phone because this is hooked up to the uh, microphone. And while I, wait a minute, I'm trying to, she got her own special request. You know it got to be my daughter, right? Because she knows she got it like that. Okay, just leave that down and type in what you want. But, yes, um, truly, I love my children. I thank God for that. As I said, that when I was uh, invited to go around the world, I had a choice to continue. I went to Africa to Russia, to England, and I was graced that um, I had an invitation to keep going. And I love Russia the most, but I did want to see uh, Israel, and they were saying going to India and Canada. But as a mom, I felt my duty and responsibility was to be there with my children and to raise my little girl, and I made the best choice ever. You know, I was so glad, and I asked God, I said, God, not to be disobedient, but can you just pass this anointing on and all this worldwide evangelism, give it to somebody else. So I thank God for that, that through the years, all those years, that still I wind up still 
on Worldwide Radio, Worldwide TV, and I'm, I'm meeting different ones. Invitations are still coming. So it's nothing like loving your family. It's nothing like being a responsible parent. It's nothing like living for the Lord. Of course, we make mistakes. We all fall down, but guess what? We can get up. So I have my muffin with me. I call her my muffin bear. The reason her name is Muffin because when she was a little girl, she used to smile, and her little cheeks would just roll as small as a muffin. So that's her name. Uh, she's a praise dancer. She's been dancing since she was seven years old. Uh, she can really dance around um, the churches. Uh, she's been invited. She went overseas, and she dances well. She ushers in that Holy Spirit. You know, God loves praise and worship. It says in Songs 150. So she uh, definitely is blessed by God in the evangelism of praise and worship. And truly, I'm so glad that she stopped over to see me. And I was out there tinkering in the yard and my feet all in the dirt. And I told her I'm ready to do some more planting flowers. So she's here with me this evening. I thank you all for praying for her. Uh, my daughter was under the weather, but she is healed by the blood of the Lamb. So I'm going to let her talk to you, whatever that's on her mind, because we're going back out to Home Depot and see what little tinkering we can get into. I don't know a hammer from a sledge, but I'm right there <laughs> buying stuff. They be like, do you see more women now going into Home Depot as much as you see uh, men? And we get, uh, I get, by the way, I'll make you laugh. I decided to paint my fence, you know, a, a regular fence that's silver, and some people might paint it black. I paint it hot pink. I have shocking pink on the side of my house, so when you drive up in a driveway, all you can see is a hot pink fence. I love it. It's so sharp pink. I have the porch chairs out, my flowers out, so we're going to tinker some more and go to Big Lot and Home Depot and just do it. But I'm going to turn it over. Her name is Cindy Mercer, but I call her Muffin. Hello, darling. How are you? Hello. Hello, everyone listening. Yeah, take the look, take it and say something. <laughs> Go ahead with it. Hello, happy belated Easter and Holy Week. Um, I pray everyone had a beautiful day and start to their week. Um, Tell them what you've been doing and what happened and what's sad. Okay. Um, I'm just coming back from visiting my family. Uh, we lost my aunt. Um, who was a pastor. Her name was Pastor Audrey Hallett of Jehovah Tabernacle Church in Eastern Shore, Ocean City, Maryland. Um, it was a hard time for the family, but we came together um, and we celebrated her life, and it was an awesome time in the Lord. So awesome. The funeral was almost five hours. <laughs> Sanctified hours with singing, shouting, praising, and just, um, speaking on all the blessings and that God has given the family, and we shared amongst each other. Wait a minute! You told me a funeral that's five hours long. Yes. For real, muffin. Yes. I'm so glad I didn't go. Go ahead. <laughs> the the pulpit was full of clergy people, and everyone had something good to say, and um, just spoke on. Majority of the funeral was speaking on um, the life and legacy that my aunt left behind, and just the other half was totally about just the glory of God and um, all of the blessings and how he keeps us and sustains us even in the darkest times. Can you tell us some about her life as well? We want to hear 
We only have five hours. We only got 20 more minutes. <laughs> but tell us something like from from time she was a child that got saved to become a pastor. Tell us what you remember and heard. Yes. So my aunt became saved at a young age. I believe she became saved at nine years old. Um, and since then, she continued to grow in the Lord. She uh, was on the choir. She went to Sunday school faithfully until she started um, being a Sunday school teacher. She went to Bible study, became a Bible study teacher. She went to a Christian college, and she was a valedictorian. Um, and my uncle also attended, so it was just a marvelous time. Uh, another thing, she had three daughters and one son, all who are saved. And um, I just want to share a personal note that she would um, do um, to her godchildren or just a personal thing that she did that was uh, reiterated throughout the service, the celebration of life. Everyone that um, she raised were children that would come to her house. She said that it, they said it was a tradition that before you ate, um, you had to make yourself presentable or prepare yourself, make sure your hands and your face was washed. And before you could eat um, or before grace was said, you had to go around the table and say at least one scripture, and you couldn't repeat anybody's scripture. So that way you developed your knowledge um, of the word, and you also got to fellowship and just go together before you ate the food um, to nourish your body or said grace to um, thank God for the vittles and the good food and everything that has happened. Could she cook? What kind of food would she cook? She was uh, well known for her cho- her yellow cake um, with chocolate icing, as well as my personal favorite was her homemade ice cream. I'm going to deeply, deeply miss the ice cream. Um, homemade ice cream? Homemade. Where'd she get it from? Snow or ice? How'd she make that? I wish I was um, keen enough to ask her, but I'm not sure. Um, even at the celebration of life, a lot of people was like, well, did she have any leftover? And she was so thoughtful and given that she actually had some leftover. So even in the afterlife, somebody, she's still blessing her family and giving back. Well, even ice cream at the funeral that she made. Good yes. God almighty. <laughs> well, I know how to make ice cream, too, with that vanilla extract. Mm-hmm. Ah, see, you know your mama got skills. Well. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so you said she was a pastor. What was the name of the church? Slow it down. Jehovah Tabernacle Church. And where was that located? In Ocean City. Um, I'm not sure of the specific town, but if you search Jehovah Tabernacle, her name was Pastor Audrey Hallett. Um, it is available online um, to give you more details. And she was raised at Calvary Pentecostal Church. Holiness, good God. Yes, very, very holiness church. Um, so that's where you get that from, button up all the way in your neck. Yes. Skirt all the way past your knees down to your ankles. Yes. Hair modest. Oh, that holiness. Well. Well, I remember that's one of the first churches I saw foot washing it, um, just as a symbol of servitude to each other in Christ. Mm, Servitude. Go ahead. (laughs) You minister's daughter. So that was really good, and they sung and all. Did you dance? No. um, It was this is one of the first services where the family just got to sit back. It was so many clergy members and um, psalmists there. I don't think we could have time for a dance. Yeah, five hours. Five period. hours. Five hours. All right. Mm-hmm. So uh, is her mother still alive? How old is her mother? Yes. Um, my grandmother is 95, and um, she is in good health, and she attended, and a very strong lady. She even broke out into a praise 
um, in the middle of the service. At 95, she started shouting, too. Those feet were going. She had on her traveling shoes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's good. And tell me about your dad. My dad is a co-pastor of his church, which is Power of Faith, or our church, Power of Faith Church, located in uh, Park Heights, Baltimore City. Um, and he was there as well. He was in attendance. And it was just, just a good time to fellowship, and we just praise God as we celebrated my aunt's life and legacy. Well, that's really good. Let me ask you something. Since your father's in the ministry and your mother's in the ministry and you're a pastor kid, what do you remember about growing up with our parents in the ministry? Especially, don't, don't put me in it yet because I know that would be another five hours. <laughs> but tell me what you remember about your dad. What did he instill in you as a child? Um, reading, Besides reading that word, go I ahead. was going to say reading the word. Um, he's very big on making the word of God your best friend um, and your very uh, first source of help. He's big on um, praying before things get worse. Or, you know, sometimes people pray uh, when they don't have any other options. He instilled in us to pray first. That's where you go for your first line of help. And that famous saying is what he always say, even now, God, what he say? He got a, a few of them. But what are they? Tell me. One of them, I believe God or God going to fix it or something. What did he tell you? Um, lately he's been telling me it's in God's hands, and he said um, there's it, no word, no reason he should stay up late and worry because if um, he's worrying, then he hasn't given it to God yet. So it's in God's hands, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't have to worry about it when you turn it over to God. Mm-hmm. Good God Almighty. So how do you like your church? Do I understand that's where you started your praise dance when you were seven? Yes. I I, I am a member of Power Faith Church, as I mentioned before, uh, 5242 Park Heights Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, I've been a member all my life. Um, I began praise dancing at age seven, and our bishop's name is Bishop Michael Smith. And I've learned a lot um over the years, and I continue to grow in knowledge and the spirit by attending church regularly. We have both Sunday school at 9.30 on Sundays. The official service, the worship service starts at 10.30. There's Bible study available on Wednesday at 7.30. And there is corporate pair where you can call in at 8, 8 a.m. on Saturday. So in other words, y'all got church all through the week yes. as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so get to your mama. How do you tie in uh, being raised with your dad, who's a pastor, now your mama, who's a pastor? Tell, tell, what do you remember about me? I remember my mom's servitude the most. Um, in addition to her um, leading different services and, you know, praying and prophesying and things of that nature, she also has helped a lot of people start or organize or just advise them in their own ministry or their own community or just own events. Um, okay. So how have that impacted your life? Like what influence Anna did to you about as far as worshiping God or anything? I hope it was something good. It was. I was going to tie it into professionalism. but well, I was, Go ahead. Tell it. Tell it. But my mom um, organizing and advising so many people, it not only um, helped me be bolder in Christ and um, know how to fellowship and to help organize church events, but it also helped me to be a leader in in my professional world, um, whether it's public speaking or organizing um, public events or 
things at work in general. I know how to talk to the public. I know how to prioritize and just meet people where they are to help them grow better um, on a multi-level, spiritually, personally, and things of that nature. Mm-mm. Finances, you go ahead, First Lady. I can see you're going to be a bishop's wife. And I heard about the hat that you wore. Tell me about the hat. You said when you wore your hat to the funeral, everybody recognized. Tell us how it was yes. made. So my aunt, um, she was always wear hats to match her suits on um, Sundays. And just in general, she was a lady of hats. So me and all of my cousins, well, my aunt's nieces all wore hats. And I had a particular hat. I had a big, um, we all wore all black, so I had a big uh, black hat with lace. And it just, it, it, it fit like a crown. It, it fit on the top of the head, and it folded in. And it just looked, it was multi-layered. And I got so many compliments, and I think it brought joy to everyone. Yeah, so that's how the first lady's supposed to do it. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Do your, your father dress really nice from head to toe, don't he? Be sharp. Yes, he still shines his shoes. He said, yeah, I remember that shoebox he used to What about your mother? I know she like bling. Yes. A very sharp lady, very coordinated. Um, I'm coordinated. Yes, <laughs> head to the toe. Everything matches or complements the other thing. And yes. and do I like bling muff? Yes, as you should because you're royal. All right. Now, see, that's why you're my daughter. Watch it now. Watch it. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I want to, um, we're going to play your favorite tune, but to give honor to your Aunt Audrey, we're going to say a prayer for her and the Mercer family. We thank the radio audience for listening. We're just having a laid-back service today. We already said that, you know, we're supposed to love each other. So just go ahead and take it. Take your time. Pray for the youth. Uh, pray for the people. Uh, Audrey and them, come on, I'm going to touch and agree with you. Come on, get that old Mercer prayer. Just don't let it take you five hours. Go ahead. Put the phone to the mic. Go ahead. By the name of Jesus, I thank you for allowing us to make it here safely. I thank you for allowing the listeners to make it to their home safely or wherever they are to make it to their destination and back home safely. I thank you for allowing my mother as well as the listeners to all fellowship and praise and worship you together, Lord God, and to hear the word and to grow together, Lord God, and to take it into our minds and to transform it into our actions and our ministering to people we both know who are saved and people that desire to be saved and even people that's not familiar with um, just the word of God and all the things that Jesus has done for us. Father God, I ask that you continue to bless my family and continue to bless anyone that has lost somebody or anyone that is grieving or mourning or just hurt in places that they don't even know how to pray for or what to pray for. Lord God, I pray that the Holy Spirit intercedes for them and I thank you, God, for sending a comforter that's closer than anyone else that can be um, nurturing and comforted to people that are hurting and to people that are in need or even people that feel alone or people that are sick or people that may not know they're sick. And, Lord God, I ask that you continue to keep your hand on us and help us to continue to grow and to heal and to remain healthy at these times and to, safe and to, to continue to be safe. And I Say a special prayer for your dad for stress. I ask that you continue to bless my father um, and his family and our family, and I ask that you give him strength, I ask that you give him healing, I ask that you give him joy, and I ask that you continue to send him comfort um, continuously, Lord God. And I touch and agree with anything my mother would like to add. Amen and amen. 
Father, we thank you so much for this uh, time of fellowship. I thank you that my daughter stopped over to help uh, me as we tinker and play in a yard. Father, I ask that you bless every radio listeners from the top of the head to the bottom of the feet. Father, give them peace of mind. Take away that heavy burden, Lord, so they can find rest. I ask, God, that you help them gird up their heart and, and put a smile on their face, Father, and let them have joy, unspeakable joy. Hey, hallelujah. I ask, God, that you bless them, bless them all over the world. Bless them that peace will surpass that understanding. Bless them financially, God, that they'll be able to put food on the table and take care of their family. Hey, hallelujah. God, I ask that you bless the children all over the world. Father, we rebuke and bind that human trafficking. We rebuke any kidnapping, any molestation or rape of children. Father, we curse and send it back to the pit of hell, and we command it that it be loose right now in the name of Jesus and be destroyed and go up under the pit. And we plead the blood of Calvary over the children, the children in the household to go to the school safely, the children, God, as they go up and down the road. Hey, the children, God, as they the next generation. God, have mercy on the children. We thank you for the little animals, God, and we ask, God, that you bless the elderly. Give them comfort, God. Let them feel the peace. God, that surpasses all understanding. Let your angels be released now, Michael and Gabriel, and all of them on, uh, on a thousand hills that release and go to the nursing homes, even to the prison, God, to let them know that you can do anything but fail and send them comfort, God. Where there is wrong, make it right, God. Where there is suffering, God, just ease their pain and give them healing. God, I ask that you bless my daughter from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. Father, that we command it so that the cells inside of her body will function accordingly, that her lungs, God, will be made whole, that her heart will be made whole, that her organs will be made whole, that you will use her for such a time as this. God, you told me when she was four years old that she would be an evangelist, and she is evangelizing for you throughout the world in this nation. I thank you that she stopped past to help her mother here on the radio. Oh, God, I ask again that you bless the speakers that's coming in. Bless Reverend Leroy Rice as he come in on a Wednesday night, Father. Help her to be encouraged and not discouraged. Bless Pastor Annie Gaskin. Heal her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. Let her know, God, that you can do anything but fail. You in the miracle working business. Good God Almighty. And, Father, I ask that you bless Apostle Alexander locking me, God, as he rightly divide the word of truth. Bless his daughter, Father, as she out of the hospital. We thank you for healing her of any infirmities that God. And we ask for Apostle Anthony T. Mays and also Archbishop, the radio producers and TV producers. God, thank you for the vision that you had given them to give us an opportunity. Father, you said where two or three are gathered, you're in the midst. We ask you to come in now, Father, to sup with us, engulf us, saturate us, and fill us afresh even more. Father, blow upon us now, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for that fresh anointing. We thank you that we can touch the hem of the garment. We thank you that we can praise you. We thank you we can reverence you. We thank you we can call out to you. We thank you, God, for your Holy Bible. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your angels above and angels below. We thank you for the life in our body. We thank you, God, for everything that was made and never will be made. 
today, God, that you made it for us. Hey, we thank you, God, for Calvary's cross. We thank you for forgiveness of sin. We thank you for the blood that was shed for us. We thank you for Jesus' resurrection. We thank you. We had a thousand tongues. We couldn't thank you enough. Good God Almighty. Father, we thank you again for all of those who have tuned in. Father, we speak blessings healing and miracle and deliverance over you right now as we blow fresh in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. We in agreement? Hey, we are in agreement for your breakthrough. We in agreement for your miracle and we in agreement for the wondrous work of God. Thank you so much. Amen. Any closing mark you want to say before we play that favorite song of yours? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, don't do five hours, but you see your mother's long-winded. Yes. My daughter uh, loved this particular song, so we're going to play it now. That he's an on-time God with Donnie People and the People's Choir. God bless you again. Enjoy this beautiful, beautiful day. As we go out and find some gardening, is this it? As we go out and, oh, I didn't turn it up yet. I stopped it. As Oh, okay. I didn't know that I had it on. Okay. As we go out and enjoy uh, getting some flowers and dirt and all the little trimmings, I told you it's nothing like it. Muffet, that reminds me before we hang out, what have you planted? You talk about somebody country. Let us, let us uh, hear about this garden you had. Tell us what you planted or you growing down here. Ooh, and I do have something to say about that. All right, go um, ahead. Tell so us. things that I'm growing now, and I'm growing cantaloupe. Um, I'm growing, well, they they got a little, I overwatered them, so hopefully they spring back up. I'm growing cucumbers. I'm growing carrots. I'm growing um, strawberries, blueberries, and blackberries. And my most prized possession, I pray that God blesses it because it's struggling. <laughs> I have a lime tree. Um, with limes? With limes. Wow. And they're really small, about the size of um, um, a grape right now, a small grape. Oh. Um, but I do want to give it, not a testimony, but just something I felt that was interesting. I brought these cucumber seeds and... Long story short, they wasn't growing right away, but when I had, I brought a grow light too. Long story short. A glow light for the plant? A grow light, yes. Oh. And long story short, um, the very, I gave it two days, and they have surpassed all the other plants that have been there. And it just showed the power of putting something in the right environment, how much growth you can get. Um, Preach it! And I thought that that was, that was just a blessing, just to witness that and um, instill that into my own life and minister that to my friends as well. Um, How would you minister about being in the right environment produces good fruit? Go ahead, tell right. us about The right environment will help you. It, oop, you added a part. That was a nice one. Produces good fruit, literally. But um, being in the right environment can help your growth and not only help your growth, but the, help those around you and um, like my mother said, produces fruit that will bear more fruit and bear more fruit. And the, the wrong environment will have adverse effects where it will not only harm you or affect you negatively, but those around you or any plans or businesses and things that you have. Um, so just be mindful of your environment. And it has an effect on plants. Um, it's just a visual representation of what can happen in real life um, and how your environment affects you. Woo! So we need to be in the right environment 
so we can feel those nourishments of God's glory so then we can produce good fruit and be able to, look, you're messing with me now, and build somebody else. Let me stop. All right. So y'all just heard from my sweetie pie, my muffin bear. That's my little And she want to hear he's the on-time God. She want me to stop talking because that's another five hours. So oh, you want it right here? Well, I just, in case it's the intro, I don't know. You can go ahead. Do, do your thing. Trust you. Oh, I see time about to run out. So we might have to do just a half like you mm-hmm. said. All right. Well, God bless you again. Tomorrow night you'll be here in Reverend Leroy Wright, after which on Thursday we'll have Apostle Alexander locking me. So we're going to end out right now with Dottie Peoples. God bless you again, and enjoy your evening. Bye-bye. <laughs>
With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.